0: They say for every church in Rome, there's a bank in Milan. Visitors to Italy's high-powered center of commerce find that Milan is also rich with fashion and design, masterpieces of art and opera, and it's the industrious heart of today's Italy. For an appreciation of what Milan has to offer, we're joined by two tour guides based in Italy. Donald White lives about an hour away in the scenic Lake District near the Swiss border, and Alfredo Vitale is from Naples in the south. Gentlemen, benvenuti. Thank you. Thank you. So, Alfredo, you're from Napoli. Yes, I am. That's sort of the opposite extreme of Milano. From your perspective in the south of Italy, looking up at the business capital in the north, what do Neapolitans think about Milano?
1: Well, it's been a, really a very controversial, you know, relationship going through the years. But for um, as Neapolitans, especially when I was young, when I was in my end of teenage years, I was actually looking like many other friends to Milan as the really the only city in Italy where you could have a, an European perspective, and especially if you were a creative person, uh, you would look to Milan as the city like a reference city for you. many so it's of my the friends, city of design, it's the city yeah, of Yeah, actually a couple no. of my friends went there to work into the fashion industry. Uh-huh. Uh, some people went there to the um, uh, university, both for engineering and for uh, MBA. We have the best MBA school in Milan called Bocconi. And if if
0: something is going to fit in with the hardworking German style of economy and everything in Italy, it's going to be Milano. In definitely, North, right?
1: definitely, and also is one of the most uh, cosmopolitan cities we have right. we have in Italy.
0: All right, thank you. And Don White, uh, Donato. Do your friends call you Donato? <laughs> no, no. Don, Donato Don no, Donato Bianco. Donato Bianco,
2: no. And Don Don, Don in Italy is dangerous. It makes you either a priest or a mafioso. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you're just stick to Donald. Donald. <laughs> Donald, has. what's your
0: story? You're, you've settled in Lake Como, just the kind of the beautiful romantic lake just an hour north of Milano. But, yeah, you're, but not, you're not Italian.
2: No, but I moved to Italy first. I lived in Milan for three years, uh-huh. 1989 to 1992, and right. I was teaching there in Milan. Uh-huh. And then I moved out to Lake Como. But you hop on that train and in one hour, hour you are in the big city. One hour, yes. So from your
0: perspective, how, how, what characterizes Milano among uh, Italian cities?
2: It's different from other cities. It's more down-to-earth. In some ways, it is very much work-oriented. They have a different mentality, and it is more Germanic. And although I never learned Milanese uh, dialect, my friends taught me one phrase, which is "var puse unanda And what is that? It means it's better for one person to actually get up and go than for a hundred people to say, "Let's go, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that is, <laughs> that's a nice phrase to remind people when you're in Italy because when I cross the border in Italy, the first thing I think is il dolce far niente. Exactly. And what does that mean?
2: That means the sweetness of doing nothing and that's also possible in Milan, Yeah. but once you've done your work, once you get to I a type.
0: Because when you're in Milan, it feels like people have this brisk step there's power lunches. Yeah, you know, it is, is just, a business city. It's a it's a business city. In fact, they say, as I mentioned in the introduction, uh, there's a bank in Milan for every church in Rome. That sums mm-hmm. it up quite nicely. Yeah, there's a rivalry between Rome and Milano. Oh, what, what's with that? Well,
2: <laughs> they say also. I remember they they told me when I was working there, Milan works so that Rome eats. Milan works so Rome eats. Mm.
0: Well. Alfredo, you're down in Napoli, where, I mean, everything is just let's live for today in in Napoli more than in Milano. What do you think? Do you think they're out of balance or do they think you're out of balance?
1: You know, there is a very good exchange because actually they love coming to Napoli on vacation, the Milanese people. We have many of them coming down and they love actually coming to Napoli because they just love that atmosphere that normally they don't don't have in their cities, right. and it's the same for us. I mean, mm-hmm. I will not say I go to Milan because it's the most beautiful city in Italy. We have so many yeah. beautiful cities. Uh, not even... the climate is not the
2: exactly. best. Exactly. <laughs> the climate
1: is not the best.
0: Oh, my and... goodness. It's such a
1: beautiful climate, but
0: you're spoiled, so you want a better <laughs> climate. Yeah, you'd go farther south?
2: No, it's just particular to Milan because oh, it sits in a fog pit. and it's so a fog
0: pit with, with millions of people. That's why they all leave here.
2: on the weekend to go to the mountains, yeah, to exactly. go to the sea and get out of so the So, Alfredo,
0: when you go to Milano, what what would be on your list of things to do?
1: Well, there are a few things because it's it's not a beautiful city, but there are some beautiful areas. There is right. some beautiful, you know, little places. Like if, if you go for a walk in via Mozart, which is an amazing legal street, really central, uh-huh. with beautiful houses and gardens where you can see it's amazing... Pedestrian streets. Pedersen Street, Brera area is so nice. Even uh, what's the big one that goes up to Forteza? Via Via Cavour. Via Cavour. Via Cavour, it used to be a traffic jam. And now it's a park. I know. They're, they're doing, uh, they're improving a lot on that point of view. When you are in Brera, you are in a very, you know, artisty and mm-hmm. beautiful area for cafes. And it used to be the area of the famous bars for the aperitivo, like the Jamaica, which mm-hmm. used to be a very famous one. And then you can go out to the the canal district also. That's quite true. Yeah, actually, that's another beautiful area, the area of the Navigli, with some very good restaurants. I, well, actually, my favorite restaurant in Milan is in that area. In the in the Navigli. which yes. one? And it's called Pont de Fer, Bridge of Iron, the Iron Bridge. The Iron Bridge. Port and it's very good, very very good. This
2: I is like travelin Berlin. Brelin. No,
1: Bre-lin. Bre-lin. That's yes. a restaurant. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: So. In, and how do you say this district, the canal district? Navigli. Navigli. A reminder that Milan, while it's buried way in the middle of the country, has, has canals and there's a, it's a, it used to have a small port. Anyways,
2: they used to say that they had more canals in Milan than in Venice before Mussolini covered them all over. Mm-hmm. Ah. And that the water is still there, and that's why it's so humid in the summer because the water underneath the streets still there, and we have so many mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, you know, this I just an amazing I'm, number of mosquitoes. When you look at the Duomo, the
0: magnificent cathedral, this flamboyant, so many spires, so many statues, the sort of final over-the-top flowering of the Gothic movement before the more stately Renaissance domes. You wonder, how did they get all that marble there? And they actually had a canal. where, mm-hmm. the, where yes. the
2: It came from Lago Maggiore when it was brought down.
0: Yep. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Don White and Alfredo Vitale. We're talking about Milano. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Lynn's calling from Kew Gardens in New York. Lynn, have you been to Milano?
3: I've been to Milano so many times, I can't count because I go for work. And I've been very, very lucky to go there. But my favorite thing is the aperitivo time. Mm. And you can go super sophisticated to the Bulgari Hotel or the Dolce Gabbana Cafe and have these lovely, lovely appetizers with a drink. But the best part there is seeing the crowd come in after 7. So go a little bit before 7, get your seat, and just watch the Milanese come in and their beautiful outfits. It's amazing. And then, since you mentioned the Duomo, you can go to the Renascente department store on the top floor and overlook the Duomo at the very top. You can almost touch all the sculptures, and it's marvelous for that kind of viewing.
0: There's a whole series of department stores with open-air terrace kind of restaurants up at the up the roof level of the cathedral, isn't there?
3: Oh, yes, there are a few. over uh, Right across on the other side of the Duomo, there is another one the very good. Well, it's just, I can't remember the name of that one.
0: But it's so user-friendly, and just it's a celebration of the architecture and the history and the food of Milano. Tell me, Lynn, a little more about the aperitivo because uh, I understand it's you buy a drink and you get a, a little buffet of, of uh, delightful little things to eat. What might you eat?
3: Well, at uh, Dolce & Gabbana Bulgari, they give you the um, more sophisticated fare. Uh, there is mozzarella bars and carrot sticks or whatever. They've changed it throughout the years and got a little bit more sparse. Mm. Um, Barbasso, which is a, a very traditional place that the Milanese really go to also, I used to live just there. above
2: Barbasso.
0: You did, <laughs> yeah. So, Don, when you th- when you think about uh, the aperitivo, Don, what do you what do you, I do think you more in
2: terms of apericena, where it becomes dinner, uh-huh. and that's why a lot of people <laughs> after work go there, because they've had a hard day. They probably have a big lunch, and then they just have their apericena on the way home. So, so the tradition
0: really... is aperitivo, but the, the, the nickname for going there and scamming a free dinner out of the cost Apericino. of a cocktail is a, yes. is a... Cena is the word for dinner, so yeah. aperitcena. Yes. Exactly. And really, you can buy a, a, a drink or a cocktail for less than $10, and dinner... Yeah. You know,
1: comes yeah, with it. Comes I with mean, it, if you yeah. want a light yeah. dinner, if you like the Yeah, and in in Italy actually Milan was really the city to start it was a yeah. tradition. This sure. is why ah. we refer to Milan also. Actually there was a saying that was not I'm not sure it was very positive to call uh, Milan La Città da Bere, Milano da Bere. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> what is bere? <beta>? Uh, <laughs> to drink? To drink to drink. Hey Lynn, thanks for your call. Oh,
3: you're welcome. Thank okay,
1: you. Okay. Take care. This is Travel
0: with Rick Steves. We're talking about Milan and our guides are Don White and Alfredo Vitali. You know, a lot of people go to Milan to see Leonardo's Last Supper, a magnificent piece of art. Don, what is the trick for seeing the Last Supper smartly?
2: Uh, you have to get a reservation. It's required. It is. Uh, or, or you have to spend a lot of money just buying it from a tour company. It's going to charge you extra, but we'll get you in. So just go online and book your time. But if you know it. when you're going to be there, right. get your reservation. It's smart. And then it's, it's so orderly and
0: civilized. It you're, is. You're, there's uh, no crowds there because, you know, 25 people show up every 15 well, you minutes. See, mm, that's Rick,
2: it. I go back to the days when you could just wander in any time when I lived there. It was like that. It is not like that now. But not only from the crowding point of view, but because they want to protect. It's a very delicate painting, mm-hmm. so you have to come into this kind of detoxification exactly. chamber before yeah. you get to... So you, to, you, you, so you that they never a little well, no, So that, Yeah, exactly, because there's too much humidity coming yeah. in, and even in Leonardo's time the paint was coming off the wall and uh. it... Uh, so it's a painting which suffered a lot mm-hmm. and so you can respect why they have to control us.
0: And apart from Leonardo's Last Supper, uh, Alfredo, there's other important sites to see. What are two or three other sites we'd want to be sure to check out when we go to Milan?
1: Well, Milano? definitely you want to see the Duomo. I mean, it's such, a, such an amazing cathedral and, unique and you can go to the rooftop, style. Too. You can visit inside, go to the rooftop and as uh, we were mentioning before also, there is a way to go to the opposite side which is the Renaissance Department Store, and go to the top floor and from there you have even a better you yeah. on the on the roof without so, cuz you can just go up there free on the elevator and walk on Yeah yeah and, project, and then there sh- is cafes the if you out. want you yeah. can you can get a
0: drink also at the same time it's very really nice important. The, the cathedral was filled with great art and now most of that art is actually in the museum just across the way and they've reopened that museum and it's magnificent yeah museo
1: del duomo and there is also actually in museum in terms of museums not only that one but mm-hmm. uh, actually milan is very very interesting for example brera in brera you see many beautiful B R E R A yeah, Brera, which is not only a museum, but it's a neighborhood, which is mm-hmm. very interesting yeah. because it is the artist's neighborhood.
0: And of you'll Milan. see the greatest masters in Europe. If you can think of the most famous painters, they probably have a painting or two in the oh, Brera. Yeah.
1: Actually, they, in Brera, they have uh, they have Titian, they have Raphael, they have da Vinci. Also, uh-huh. they have the portrait of a musician there. Isn't it in a? It's associated with an with a school or an art school. Or, or oh yeah, a, Brera is the art school. It's the, the art main school. art school of Lombardia. It's one of the main art schools in Italy, and so the artists. This is why it's an artist's neighborhood. And then, of course, uh, right off of the square from the Duomo, you've got the Gallery Victor Emmanuel.
0: And yeah. this is just the first modern shopping mall from, what, 120 years ago? Yeah,
2: it's beautiful. It's absolutely worth walking into. It's worth stopping off for your aperitivo there because Campari was invented. Right, uh, there, and right there in the, in the Well, bar. the Campari family had the bar just yeah. as you go in on the left. And so it's a classic place for a drink. And also a classic place once you've been to the opera, you're going to come out and you're going to go to Savini for dinner. Yeah. So we're, we're talking about these walk. elegant people. Yes, They're going to tumble out
0: of that opera house yeah. so all dressed up and have their party.
1: Yeah, La Scala is just across from there. I mean, you know, when you exit the Galleria from the opposite side where then Duomo Square, you get just in front La Scala. of La Scala is right there, which is so amazing. I love going oh, there. Right. I'm from Napoli. I wish people could see
0: your face right now, the I, way you brighten you know, up and I am smile. I'm from, Nap-
1: from Napoli, and I have one of the most beautiful theaters in my city, which yeah. is San Carlo, which is yeah. considered the most beautiful in Europe, actually. Right. But the productions that they have at La Scala are so beautiful, interesting, powerful, that every year, at least once, I take the time to go there. So much to see. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking Milano with Don White and Alfredo
0: Vitali. We're talking about the the historic and the artistic wonders. There's also a new neighborhood. Don, talk about the the new port. Well,
2: this was uh, the Porta Nuova. It's an area which is skyscrapers, if you like, but very, very distinctive skyscrapers. We've got the vertical forest up beyond the Porta Nuova. The vertical
0: forest meaning like a high-rise condominium building with with just bushy with trees.
2: With so many trees, it's very good. Yeah, Tito Boeri building. Tito Boeri is a famous architect. Imagine if
0: all of our skyscrapers were bushy with
2: trees. I saw it the first time from the train, and I was just amazed, like... How did they grow these trees all over? But, but this is one of
0: those sites, I thought I knew Milan. You know, I updated it for my guidebook every couple of years I go there. And then all of a sudden, Porta Novo. It's the new port. And it's just this forest of skyscrapers, very futuristic,
1: very people-friendly, and a, a good example about how there is another.
0: cities are a work in progress.
1: There is another new thing in Milan which uh, people should visit, and this is Fondazione Prada. The Prada? Prada. 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 Prada, You know the the, fashion? The the uh, the foundation of Prada. Okay. And what is that? And it's it's an art, um, contemporary art Mm -hmm. museum, which is uh, not far from Porta Romana. And it's actually a very new area with beautiful, beautiful uh, contemporary art. uh, And also happening, some of the fashion week takes place there. Uh, there is this interconnection in Milan, you know, in so between much. worlds. There's yeah. So much. Yeah. You, you stand on the you stand on the main square of the Duomo, and on top of the Duomo you see this golden statue, beloved by the Milanese. La Madonnina. Oh, la Madonnina. How can you, how can you not you not? The Virgin Mary. Yeah. The little Madonna. Exactly. a little
0: <laughs> one. She's probably big, but on top of that big church, she looks little. Little, little. But, it's not but I'm the in way. the mood for a drink and actually a little shopping. I'm not always in the mood for shopping, but in Milano, I like
2: to go shopping. Done. take a shopping, and let's get a drink on the way to Monte Napoleone. Monte Napoleone is the heart of the fashion business. There's a wonderful café, very old-fashioned. It's very atmospheric, called Cova. Uh So I would start off there maybe for a cappuccino or to go for a drink, a prosecco, and then uh, uh, then a little aperitivo. And then probably I'm going window shopping because it depends on your budget, but it's going to be a little bit expensive. But you definitely want to walk down Monte Napoleone, the Via Sant'Andrea, and yeah. Via della La Spiga. Spiga. Yeah. And these are the three streets which make up the main fashion business. What
0: shops might we see there?
2: Oh, everybody. Every famous name. I mean, Armani, Prada, Versace, Gucci. Versace. Name
0: it, they are there. And Alfredo, you'll be walking, shopping. Take me walking for a block. And uh, not only do you see the windows, but you see the people.
1: Oh, yeah, that's actually the best way to get Milan atmosphere, especially during the fashion week there. But not only, even during a normal, uh, you know, weekend, you can see amazing Milanese ladies, you know, walking around and shopping their shopping bag. Sometimes they have somebody carrying the shopping bag from them. Because you know that's very chic, and somebody else carrying their dogs because that's also chic. <laughs> carrying their dogs, and even yeah. cigarettes you are chic. That, you know they have a, they have a, a word for the ladies in the, the rich ladies that do that kind of shopping in Milano. They're called the shura. What is that? The shura. It's it's a Milanese word for signora. Huh? Huh? But when you say shura, you mean an upper class lady, the so ones you see that a lady shopping really
0: well dressed with somebody carrying her dog.
1: Exactly. That's a shura. Assura, for sure. For
0: yeah. sure. For sure. Right. <laughs> Don White, Alfredo Vitale, mille grazie for a better understanding of um, beautiful Milano. Everybody goes to Rome, Venice, and Florence. Yeah. Don't forget Milano.
1: Go to Milano. Milano is it's <laughs> All right. Grazie. Thank you, Rick. Grazie. Alla presto. Ciao.
0: Hey, I'm Rick Steves. You can experience my favorite European people, places, and stories in my newest book, For the Love of Europe. Order your copy today at ricksteves.com.